Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey this is liz this is heather this week we are diving into all of our pop culture and entertainment minds to find out why Grandpa Joe is trash. All right, hit that music. Heather, how is your uh, quarantine going? I'm stealing quarantine. <laughs> Are you shopping? Uh, I'm spending so much online shopping. <laughs> um, but uh, so the the um, hairdressers and stuff, they reopened here, I don't know, maybe about a month ago. Mm-hmm. And now they have been shut down again. But they've been shut down with the exception that they can work outside. What? I don't. Yeah, so like people apparently now they have to apply for a permit to turn parking spaces into like little haircutting stations. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to continue without my haircut. That doesn't sound like it would meet your health code things. Like you still have to have certain health codes. Well, they won't. Any. Yeah, and anything that like a if it's like beauty stuff for the face, anything that has certain regulations requiring Mm -hmm. that you are inside, Mm -hmm. they can't do it all. Um, So like, there's uh, nail salons are allowed to be outdoors, but like those pedicure stations are not because they're inside. Here's a (laughs) bucket. They're not going to be taking the big old. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, Houston um, just made the news last week, maybe the week before, (laughs) opening the first drive-through strip club because. Reasons, nice. So, can't can't live without the strip club. It's like you just walk past it. Houston, keeping it classy always. So, uh, yeah, my hairdresser is now working out of her house, and she's somebody that I've known for almost twenty years. She's been doing my hair for almost twenty years because I'm old, and uh, she's as old as I am. So, I did actually go see her last week for the first time, but also because I do her taxes. So that's kind of one of those uh, thingies that we have to do by a certain period of time. And it was really nice, but it was also nice because it was just the two of us. It wasn't a whole bunch of people coming in and out, and she can keep her space clean the way she likes it. And it was really nice because I think the salon she was working in was trying to continue to charge them booth fees even though the building was closed. Like, we can't get in to make money at all, but you still want to charge me a ridiculous amount of money per week? What? Like, uh, mm mm-mm. Everything is being like that. You know, uh, they do have, like, you can't be evicted for the moment um actually but i think that's going away where I, where i'm at but uh you know at the same time though if you have a mortgage on a place you still have to pay that um so somebody's not paying your rent and you have mm. to pay <laughs> yeah i think that's going away as well 
Well, I say actually the mortgages have been, a lot of companies have had them on freeze for the last couple of months. I'm a renter. Mine didn't freeze. I'm sure the guy that I pay money to every month uh, had didn't have to pay his mortgage for the last three or four months, but I certainly paid my rent. So, yeah, I paid my rent and my uh, my um, my lease was due in July, and they were like, "Hey, you want to renew?" And I'm like, "I am not paying up anymore." Mm. <laughs> so right, <laughs> like I'd like to pay less. In fact, so something super exciting for me has happened. I've told you guys the last couple of weeks that we have a new merch store that we opened at the end of June. And it's been so much fun seeing the stuff that people like and people are ordering stuff and nerdy bitches t-shirts and and face masks and all sorts of cool stuff. I'm starting to slowly get a trickle of the samples in from the merch store. And yesterday I got my very first nerdy bitches coffee mug. So excited about it. (laughs) I'm sure I'm going to give it away to somebody (laughs) in our book club. But uh, I was just very thrilled to see it uh, for the first time. So That's awesome. If if you want to go see what we're doing, because we now have like nerdy bitches, but in the style of friends, and we have our brosif and fanboy shirts and face masks, and you can also order face masks from other artists. Like we've linked some cool indie artists on our page. So you can go to nerdybitches.com slash store and see everything that we have to offer right now. And keep looking back because you just sent me some cool ideas for a new face mask. So I'm super excited. I I just thought of Mm -hmm. something. Our Mm brosif shirt, the back of it should say (laughs) soap. I will make that happen. <laughs> so, that's all right, you know, because uh, Paul's middle name is Joseph, so now I'm calling him Paul Broseth. So <laughs> he's like, uh, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's hilarious." So anyway, yeah, go check out our store; it's very fun. So, anyways, this week I'm 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 excited about this topic that we came up with for this week, and you know, because because last week we did was Hamilton, and the week before that was our Mistborn book club. So these are like kind of heavy and you know, real real like intense kind of shows. They're a lot of fun, but they're a lot of stuff in them. This week, I was like, why don't we do a show called Grandpa Joe is Trash, where we go and we find supposed beloved characters from entertainment, so movies and TVs and books, uh, who everyone loves, but they are utter fucking garbage. So is there a actual Grandpa Joe or Uncle Joe that you were basing this on? Because I couldn't think of it. Yes. Grandpa Joe is from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, yes. So it's one of Charlie Bucket's four grandparents that has been laying in a bed for 20 years while his mom is slaving away in a disgusting dirty hat laundry place just to put cabbage on the table and they you know and then all of a sudden you get a ticket to a candy shop and grandpa joe's like woohoo let's go so grandpa okay joe's trash. all right i didn't know who specifically it was but now that you say it like oh yeah i know i, I know the guy that was uh faking his own illness uh so that he could lay in bed right <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And that's that's kind of what I want to talk about is let's talk about these characters. And I'm, I'm actually kind of impressed that you agreed to do the topic if you didn't know who I was Oh, I just about. figured there's some guy, there is a trashy Grandpa Joe somewhere. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the uh, quintessential Grandpa mm-hmm. Joe right here. So that, that's what I'm going to do is we're going to talk about the character and we're going to talk about why we think they're trash. You can argue with us if you want. But I also, about 24 hours ago, put out a call on Twitter for people to send us their Grandpa Joe, if you will, their trash character. Holy shit, we've had some insane engagement on this post, and I'm kind of thrilled about it. So we have a good list of people to talk about. We also got about double that from Twitter. So this may end up being a two-parter. We'll see how it rolls. Uh, If not, then this is a topic I would like to continue to address because I think it's also been very cathartic for people to really finally get some of their feelings out about these characters that I think they've been holding their teeth on for so many years. (laughs) They're like, yeah. Ugh, everybody loves this character, so I can't well, say. I mean, so. I think that, and and I, I don't know, I haven't seen any of the responses yet, but um, I think that a lot of people like confuse antiheroes with what we're talking yes. about here. So, like, 
you know, yeah. um, Walter White uh, from Breaking Bad is an Breaking anti-hero. Mm-hmm. He is trash. He he's not supposed to yep. be beloved in the sense that everybody loves him. Like uh, he is yes. supposed to be. Um, it's so disturbing. You can't look away at this character arc that you just hate to root for him, but you kind of do. That's different than what we're talking about, right? Yes, I got a lot, or I got not a lot, but I got several responses that were in that vein that were very much like, um, like somebody said, Al Bundy. I was like, well, Al Bundy was written as a mm-hmm. trash character, so that's not exactly what I'm talking about. Like, I don't think that the writer intended for anyone to think that Grandpa Joe was trash. I think they just thought it was going to be a miracle that he could get out of bed and take Charlie to the or chocolate just factory. Not even think about uh, the fact that it's really implausible that somebody that's been in a bed for so long, <laughs> right? Uh, or the implications behind it. So yeah, again, we are not talking about, you know, the anti-hero. We're not talking about the the villain or the guy who was meant to be trash. So I might mention that if a couple of these pop up. Uh, so again, this is somebody who either was just a side character or whatever, but they are garbage and we're going to talk about why. Okay. So let's talk about Grandpa Joe a little bit more. Um, so again, like I said, he has been in a bed for 20 years. Car- Charlie Bucket's mom is working her fingers to the bone trying to feed these invalid people living in her house. Prefer- pre- presumably her father uh, is Grandpa Joe, I guess. I don't know. They never really say. Also, how weird is it that all the grandparents in the have the same name? Grandpa Joe and Grandpa Josephine and Grandpa George and Grandpa Georgie. I mean, those are just weird. Like, that's that's weird. That's lazy writing, I'm pretty sure. I think it's lazy, <laughs> like, setting people up. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, who would George like? How about Georgina? Georgina? <laughs> That's all you get in life. There's no Bella for you. So, uh, yeah, but so, so not only is Grandpa Joe trash because he's clearly been laying in a bed for 20 years when he could have been up and doing things and helping out around the house. Um, when they go to the chocolate factory, he is like actively encouraging Charlie to break the rules and let's just step out and have fun. It's going to be great. Or let's steal this fizzy lifting drink and and bump into the ceilings. Oh, this is amazing. We almost died. Ha ha. So he's not a good grandparent. He's not a good role model at all. Yeah, I, I put on the list Willy Wonka along mm-hmm. the same lines because, like, he's kind of destroying these kids as they go through. They know. The, like, I mean, what that he's allowing them to do mm-hmm. and then disregard for things that happen. Like, you know, they blew up the lady and they needed to stretch the guy and then just mm-hmm. let the Oompa Loompas do their thing. I was like, yeah, maybe you should have some safety protocols in place, uh, <laughs> especially before you bring children through uh, your your little area and then and then he was just a dick there at the end he was like how dare you mm-hmm. and then you know gets rid of the um uh you know as he he just he just got angry and it didn't seem appropriate at for the type of character he was i don't know he, and he creeped me out like even <laughs> um i didn't watch the johnny depp version but i did you- and i actually like it a lot better really mm-hmm yeah, it's a little so, bit closer to the book. If you ever read the book as a kid, um, it's a little bit more in line with that than the original movie was. But it also gives more background into Willy Wonka's psyche and why he's probably uh, a little bit touched in the head. <laughs> uh, because his own dad was like, his dad was a dentist in that version. So he's very anti-candy. And so, of course, young Willy gets out and gets candy on Halloween for the first time and just... It, yeah, it's it's really quite delightful. I recommend watching it. Hmm. He's he seems less of a psychopath in that one than he, he does just, in the original. There's just something off about this like super friendly guy that's bringing children into his uh, factory and and not concerned about their well being at all. No, just, and, not, and then no. with a smile on his face the whole time until the end, and then he kind of like snaps like this dude's bipolar. Well, and, it also seems like he very specifically took them places that would trap each of those children in, into doing something they ought not do. Yeah. Like uh, taking them into the giant eat everything you want, but don't touch that river uh, room. Mm. 
something bad is going to happen in this room. We know that. And then your Oompa Loompas already have like a song prepared. So yeah, so they knew it was going to happen. It's not like this, this wasn't, uh, they weren't riffing. It was mm-hmm. clearly well-planned and well-defined song uh, yeah. about what happens to you when you do this, but they did it anyway, which is... And their names fit into the song perfectly. It's a little, it's like, hmm, that seems a little more orchestrated than it ought to be. So are you yeah. trying to kill these children? Like, like, what was the end game here? Willy Wonka? I'm not sure. Yeah, that's what I got. Trying to kill the kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, okay. So the next, the, the one that popped into my head just past Grandpa Joe here uh, for me, and I'm sure a lot of people are going to have a stroke over this one, is Albus Dumbledore. Oh, no. From Harry Ab- Potter. <laughs> absolutely raising Harry for the slaughter. Mm-hmm. Um, he figured out what was happening fairly early on, and he's still like, hey, Harry, let's. Uh, so I'm. All right. So you, you talk about like how unsafe Hogwarts is, which I completely mm-hmm. agree with. But I'm like, um, you kind of knew he was a Horcrux, right? And you're kind of yeah. like, uh, you know what I better do? I better stay away from him so Voldemort doesn't like look into my mind or find mm-hmm. out what's going on here. And it was like, maybe you could have told him that in advance. Well, also he's like, okay, so the first couple of years before they figure out the Horcruxy thing or before they figure out the full connection with Voldemort, uh, he is, is basically training him to be completely dependent on his relationship with Dumbledore, right? You can come to me for anything. Don't worry, I'm the headmaster. Here's the here's the pathway or the password to my secret office, which is a little weird also that you have to go through a, like a secret password door to get mm-hmm. to the headmaster of your school. Just saying, weird. But he's so he's like making him dependent and then all of a sudden just like cuts him off cold turkey. It's like he's very cruel. Like he's like, oh, he's doing it for your own good, but I'm not telling you about it. So it's driving you insane. And I'm allowing you, you know, the worst dark wizard of all time that I know wants to kill you to psychologically torture you while in my schools. Like we can't stop people from we can stop people from apparating in and out of Hogwarts, but we can't stop somebody from making a psychological attack on one of our students. Seems questionable. I, I, yeah, the whole thing. The whole thing seemed odd because I don't know if Voldemort would change anything had no. he known that uh, what Dumbledore was thinking. And Dumbledore could say just a little bit, hey, um, I need to stay away from you for reasons mm-hmm. that are pertaining to what is concerning you. And that's it. That would yeah. at least make him say that like he's not just being this complete dick that's disappearing. And I, I really didn't like that. But also, you know, he was like, yeah, pretty soon he realized, yeah, here he's going to have to die. Well, that sucks. Um Oh, well, Does it, not, though? I don't think he yeah, cares. Like, yeah, like, yeah. No heads up. No, nothing. Mm-mm. You know, maybe he could tell, like, a close family member that, um, hey, maybe he could get his, uh, maybe he could get his affairs in order, is all I'm saying. <laughs> he's 17. What affairs does he have? He's got, he's rich. <laughs> Harry, Harry's rich. You know who could use that money? The Weasleys. Yeah. And you know that Harry would leave it to the Weasleys. Totally would. He gave all that money from the Goblet of Fire or whatever he won, the Triwizard Tournament money. He gave all that to Fred and George to open their, their joke shop. Yeah. Exactly. So I don't know. I just found that I, in all of Hogwarts and all of the Dumbledore thing, it's like, this is a very unsafe place. And we've talked about this repeatedly mm-hmm. in the past because it's murder university is basically what it is. It's yeah. Good like, luck. If you survive for this, you deserve to be a wizard because we tried to kill you a lot every year all the time. I know. It was like maybe how the muggles were before like the industrial revolution, like when they were using kids as child labor. <laughs> right. Like, you know, it's like maybe they're just like a couple hundred years behind. Actually, that'd be only be 100 years be- behind us, right? Um, At least, yeah. In, in terms of uh, realizing... wills and ink. Yeah, in terms of realizing that maybe children are less expendable than one would think. <laughs> one would think. 
But I think even even outside of being a bad teacher or headmaster or, you know, being the, you know, farmer fattening up poor Harry for slaughter, uh, he killed his own sister trying to take over the world. So there's that. Yeah, but he did learn his lesson a little bit there. Did he, though? I don't know. Hey, you know, (laughs) um, I would I would um, I would feel a lot better about his decision to befriend Grindelwald if Grindelwald looked like um, uh, Colin Farrell instead of Johnny Depp. Yeah, the Johnny Depp thing, it killed me. I was like, oh, mm, no, not anymore. Yeah. He was much, much cuter as Colin Farrell. So. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So let's stay in the Hogwarts vein here for just a moment, because I would like to talk about all four of the Marauders. Oh, no, they're awful. They are Horrible. Awful. Horrible. So, I mean, we knew one of them was awful because he was, a, you know, a murderer that stole a secret. And, and Sirius has tr- tried to grow up, but he was kind of stunted while he was in Azkaban. And so did James. Like, they were awful people. And you know, like, exactly, like, you kind of know people in high school that were just like them. And you're like, they were awful people. And Harry's idolizing him the whole time. And even when he sees what his dad did in Snape's vision, it doesn't even put a tint of, uh, of issue with it. He, but he also attempted to and almost succeeded in killing Snape when they were, like, 17 years old. And then they're just like, that's fine. Totally fine. And I will say that uh, quite a few people on Twitter put Harry himself down as a garbage person. I just think he's and dumb. I, you know, here's the, I don't disagree with it on a lot of these cases because, again, Harry is kind of like what Batman probably would have been if he had had superpowers when his parents were killed. Like, he's like, okay, my parents are dead, so I'm going to cry about that a lot, even though I have money. I have, you know, a place to go. I'm still wizarding. I'm doing all of these things. I just don't have parents here. He's kind of entitled, but he's also kind of a dick to Ron in general, like throughout the whole series. I mean, Ron, and again, Ron has that jealousy and everybody's like, oh, Harry doesn't deserve that. And I'm like, mm, he kind of does. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Ron, though, was pretty terrible. Is Ron on the list? No, nobody put Ron on the list. Well, he was such a dick during the whole Triwizard Tournament. Like, uh, oh, clearly you wanted that. And he's like, no, I didn't. I didn't. And like, and, you know. But I think, I think also if you look at it from Ron's perspective, which we've talked about in other stories about, you know, he is jealous because he is the last on the list in his entire family. He's always last on the list at school because Harry is always so up in the thing and Hermione is so up in the thing and he's just the tag along. So I could see that where if all of these things that you perceive as wonderful, good things keep happening to this person, whether they're wonderful and good or not, I I could absolutely see where you think, oh, this person is getting special treatment again. Maybe he'd be like Aaron Burr and shoot him. (laughs) Aaron Burr, <laughs> sir. <Yes. laughs> okay, so is that uh, it for our Hogwarts crew? I think it is. There were several people on Twitter who put Snape in this category, and I disagree. Snape was kind of a dick to Harry. Like, he is a dick, but he's also got a lot of reasons why he's a no, dick. You don't treat children the way Snape treated children. Have you met children? Well, I, well, okay. So a teacher shouldn't treat children. I don't care if, you know, me personally wouldn't go into teaching because I don't like children. But if, um, I just like when he'd slam their heads on the table and things like that, it was just, it was ridiculous. Although that Snape was a is little my overboard, favorite. but again, it's murder you. So it's really like the mildest thing that happens. He didn't turn him into a ferret. I mean, yeah. I, and like, honestly, I, I do like the Snape character, mm-hmm. but he really was like a complete dick to that kid. Well, it's almost, um, I also saw a uh, a thing on Facebook yesterday that probably is tinging my thoughts on Snape that's talking about how 
he was actually the best character in the series and really going through his loyalty and then just the things that he had to keep to himself, right? Like knowing for a full year that he was going to have to kill Dumbledore. And I read not that being too. able to talk about it. Did you read that one too? Yes. And then they showed a picture. Um, what my favorite part about that is a picture. It was like the teacher that hates um, the kids and he was went to defend him and he was standing in front of them yep. and, you know, like protecting them. And then and then there was another picture with Umbridge. Dolores Umbridge yeah. and she's like stepping back and letting that, the kids get into danger. Now, Umbridge is the worst character and yes. the worst person. And um, that's what makes her so evil. She is but actually like, she was actually ranked our highest like our most villainous woman in our women of villainy, like above everyone else in every other genre we could think of. So, yeah, I know she's worse than any of them. There's Mm -hmm. no redeeming qualities to that woman. Nope. Nothing. Yeah. Everything that could be considered slightly good or interesting is perverted. So like, Oh, she wears pink and she likes cats and stuff, but it's, it's just that much more sick and twisted because you put the bubblegum coating on top of it. Mm -hmm. Oh man. She was really well written. Mm -hmm. Yes. Very well written because we still fucking hate her. So there's that. Yeah. (laughs) All, All these, like, honestly, I've saw somebody cosplay as her and I was like, why would you do that? Like mm-hmm. to me, it was ridiculous. Like I would never cosplay as Dolores Umbridge. No, anyway, but no, she's not a beloved awful. character. So she's, you know, beside the point. Mm-hmm. So that was, yeah. that was it on the Hogwarts front there. So that's interesting. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and take a break real quick and then come back and we'll go into our next grouping. Okay. Sounds good. Some podcasts are like this. The bodies of three hikers were all empty and their organs were laid out like a Sunday dinner. And some podcasts are like this. You know what? I'm going to tell you why having a large penis ain't always a good thing. But only one podcast is where you can get in-depth analysis like this. Oh, you want that to blow up in real life? Fuck it. Let's oh, do you're it. such a money slut. Take it all. <laughs> you want to turn that boy into goo into a fucking helicopter? Yeah. Uh, Fuck yes. <laughs> goo him up a lot. This is Beat 'em Down. And I'm Random Randy Savage. Find us on all your podcatching apps like Podbean or Spotify. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or just go to www.cult45podcast.com. Also, check out our YouTube for that sweet, sweet video content. And for just $3 a month, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com backslash cult45podcast for exclusive content and swag. Cult45, the only podcast that puts hair on your chest. All right, let's come back and talk about some other characters in entertainment that are garbage. Okay. So the next one on my list, and this one, uh, Paul actually pointed out to me last night when we were talking about this subject, and his first pick was John Hammond from Jurassic Park. So the delightful Richard Attenborough that we all know and love uh, is actually a terrible, horrible person. Because if you think about this, he, he goes through the whole part. Look at all this money we spent. Spared no expense. We did all of this. We spared no expense. Where did he spare his expense? On the IT department. One guy who has automated the entire system and he's undercutting him and he's not paying him much money. Like you can pay a shit ton of money to bring in Chilean sea bass and, you know, some big person to be a voiceover guy and all of this automation in animation. But we're not going to maybe think IT security is important. And what happens? All the people die. Yes, yeah, so the dinosaur somehow hacked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, the IT guy got, got disgruntled and hacked it. If he had paid yeah. that guy what he wanted, you know, here you go. Yep. Well, I mean, 
yeah, usually you would have like somebody else as well. So that like if something evil were happening, you'd have somebody else that would be able to see what was. Or if your guy get hits by a bus, it sounds like the only people he worked with was like a, a cloud service in Cambridge. Like that's not helpful no. in Costa Rica. Especially since like his IT is holding dinosaurs in their cages. That's what I'm saying. It's like this, like they just, oh, what could possibly go wrong with these reptiles that'll eat your face? Yeah. But I don't know if that was more like trash or just. He was just naive and he just thought about... I don't think it was naive. I think he was a dumbass rich white guy who just didn't think anything bad would ever happen to the likes of him. Yeah, it's clear that he was very uh, ignorant of the possibility of things going wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. Like, oh... It's like, what could happen? Oh, could... Our cars don't have drivers and they're on a track that runs on electricity, which means electricity has to be running. And, and islands Let's never see. have hurricanes or storms of any sort come near them. Certainly not in the middle of the ocean. And you know what sounds great when we're going on our test run uh, is to send children out there with no parental supervision. Yeah. They just, they like literally just dumped his grandkids on a bunch of people who'd never met them before. Uh, yeah. So one, dick. But two, you really trust these people you've never met before with your grandchildren's lives? Like that's... That, the exact same thing happened in Jurassic World. So mm-hmm. it's clearly something that commonly happens. Hey, I'm too busy to deal with you. Off you go to the dinosaurs. Right. Well. <laughs> That's that's why we have the stranger danger things that we have these days, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, Jurassic Park, John Hammond is totally the garbage character in that uh, in that series. Yeah. So let's move on to one of your favorite and mine, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I have I have selected two garbage characters. One is more garbage than the other, but they're both pretty trash. And that's actually um King T'Chaka. Yeah, but I think that the whole series was, I mean, so yes, he was a dick, especially leaving his, uh, basically murdering his brother, right? Murdered his brother and left a, what, seven or eight-year-old kid behind in the project? That is, and, just, and he is, um, he's they're part of the legacy. He just, I, I don't understand why he would ever do that, so. He, well, it's like, oh, we're trying, he's the secret we chose to ignore. It's like, um... You literally murdered his dad and abandoned him. Like, yeah, he's not going to hold that what? against you and try and come back later. <laughs> that doesn't. No. He'll just die in the street. That's what they wanted. Yeah. Was just, they would have done better just to kill the kid themselves. Mm-hmm. But that's a garbage thing. And then come back like, oh, we are we are so pious and we are so you know beloved here in our own country. But look at this horrible garbage thing that we did to treat people like shit. Yeah. And I mean, I'm glad that they had you know a a good reason uh, that would compel the villain. But mm-hmm. um, and then and then that's when you kind of get into the the seedier part of the story. It's like, oh, okay, so it's not just this uh, uh, this kid you abandoned and killed his dad. It's the whole idea of you trying to protect Wakanda and um, mm-hmm. and just dismissing the rest of the world. Um, so I right. think that that was I, I really enjoyed that part of it. So especially when you saw him as King T'Chaka in um, we saw him. It was it Civil War. I think it was Civil, Civil War. War he was yeah. introduced. Uh, and you think, oh, what what an amazing man. And mm-hmm. that gets kind of like knocked out right at the beginning of that movie. But yeah, that's yeah. a pretty... Uh, but I don't, I don't think... I think at that point, we all agreed that he's no longer beloved. <laughs> no. But he was... I mean, he was in that in the beginning of Black Panther because we didn't know that that's what really yeah. happened. We just know he showed up and then that was it. Yeah. And when, um, and when T'Challa like came out of, and met his ancestors and was able to talk to mm-hmm. him and you're thinking, oh, that's, you know, that's beautiful. And then just find out so quickly how terrible it was um yeah the most delightful thing about that like you said was really giving killmonger such a rich 
backstory into why he should be so angry and so murderous because they did that to him. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just like, and you know, Marvel does a really good job of giving villains backstories and giving them dimension because usually it's just they're evil. Like think about all the James Bond villains, Mm -hmm. right? They're just evil. That's just what they are. Justice League, uh, what are they called? The, uh, oh yeah. Legion of Doom or whatever. They're just bad guys. They don't have a history. They don't have layered reasonings as to why they do the okay, things well, that they do. Okay, well, some of them do. <laughs> Mr. Freeze well, or Dr. But, Freeze. But again, yeah. you know, what I'm saying is they're just not, they, they haven't been as fleshed out like this or at least in a way that everyone now gets yeah. it. So maybe you have it and maybe there's a backstory and you have to read 37 comics to find it. But this was like, here it is. We've laid it out for you. And now I feel bad for him. And I'm kind of on his yeah. side. When it comes to, yes, let's take over this country that left you to die. And not just you, the world. Yeah. So uh, so again, with T'Chaka and the being a garbage human also comes Zuri. So uh, Forrest Whitaker's character, Uncle John, if you will, uh, who also left the kid alone in a shitty apartment after they murdered his family. I know. And so. it's not like they don't have huge amounts of income. Like, so even if they wanted to continue this, hey, let's pretend it never happened, that they couldn't somehow fund him. Uh, right. They, Benefactor. Yeah. A silent patron. You don't know where the money comes from. It's in a it's in a trust or you now have a, a family that cares for you. And they, you know, yeah, they, no, no, they just left him, <laughs> left the kid mm-hmm. alone. Yeah. In this like inner city, not like they left him alone on a farm in Iowa, yep. you know, <laughs> left him in a place where and that was apartment was like full of guns and shit. Like, it's not a good idea. I, I know it's yeah. You know, like Superman's parents left him out of desperation. Like that was their only option. But like they just right. made a willful decision to, you know, a mem- to just let a member of their family die on the streets. Yeah, because it wasn't like it was just some kid. This was the nephew. This is a royal bloodline. That's hard to swallow. Yeah, it was it was messed up because it's like, yeah, a kid at that age cannot be unsupervised. And, you know, so you know what's going to happen. The fact that he survived mm-hmm. is freaking amazing because he probably got picked up by CPS or something because. Oh, you know, I'm sure. You know, he had to go into foster. They never talk about his mom throughout any of this. So uh, maybe she was there. I don't know. But it doesn't seem like it. Not from that apartment they showed him in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, okay. So moving on. The next one that really pops up to me uh, and made me like feel the things, right, when I have really started thinking about this character is Daniel Hillard in Mrs. Doubtfire. So this is Robin Williams' character who everybody loves, but he is a total fucking garbage person. I agree. So, he was – it's so a bad dad. We, we, yeah, we've made this joke a million times. Like when you're a kid, you you really, you know, you want to be with Robin Williams because he's fun and jump around and there's a pony in the house and that's amazing. But as you get older, you start to realize why Sally Field's character was so fucking mad all the time because he made her out to be the bad person because he was being a shitty husband and father. Yep. And then how does he solve the situation of being a shitty husband and father? He uh, goes in disguise to his ex-wife's house, which is fucking creepy, and he is now taking money from her because you know she's also paying him. Uh, to watch her children, not knowing who it is. It's like, this is a weird situation. You've got someone who is like willfully, go- if it was any other human on earth going in disguise into someone's home to watch your children, they would be arrested. You know, this is not just a, hmm, this is a weird thing, dad. That's not okay. This is like criminally psychotic. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is of great concern. And the fact that he gets away with it at the end is just shocking. Yeah. Oh, and he openly, willingly tries to kill the new boyfriend. He's like, oh, you're allergic to peppers of any kind? Hot jambalaya. Like, okay, I know a lot of people like food allergies. (laughs) But as someone who has food allergies, this shit is fucking dangerous. You could kill somebody. And he almost did. 
But he's not just, again, he's not even just lying to like his family. He's lying to the world. He's, you know, I don't yeah, know. it's it. Like at that point, do you, are you having a split personality? Because it kind of feels like. Yeah, that. it's it was really messed up. Um, I, um, I could safely say that it, it was very uncomfortable um, to watch as an adult. I mean, it was super cute when I was a kid. And then you know, just the funniest thing. Oh, it was a drive-by fruiting. And, and, I mean, there was a lot of funny jokes about it. But like when you start to but think about it. he seriously throws a cantaloupe at the back you know, of this guy's head. Yeah. That's not okay. It's, I mean, yeah. Then you start to think about it. It's like, oh, yeah, not necessarily acceptable. This was really just a way to get a funny... Um, um, uh, a funny Robin Williams doing his funny voices. Um, but, right. you know, it also, though, now watching it now, like, does it hold up? It's got a lot of homophobic parts about him, you know, dressing as a woman. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, there's a, this. I, I think if we were to watch this with that eye, it would not hold up very well. Yeah. So. It did not. Um, but, I mean, it's still a cute show, but no. Mm-hmm. You just have to. But again, you go back and look at it and you're like, mm, yeah, this that is problematic. Yeah. So. All right, so uh, the next one has come out of my reading and watching of the Twilight uh, series, and I have picked uh, Bella Swan oh, I... as the garbage human. Uh. She's one of those again, like she's the she's the heroine of this book or whatever. I don't know. She's the main character, but I would say that halfway through the third book, I fucking hated her guts, and I hope she ended up either dead or alone. Like I just, I just don't have any sympathy for this this person. She, one, she got dead doll eyes, so that's not cool. But she's like actively pitting these two guys against each other when she full well knows she has no interest in one of them. Yeah, it's I I, I didn't I I never she never appealed to me. Uh, the only thing that did kind of appeal to me was her dad, and mm-hmm. I just yeah I just don't know what it is. It's like it was like reading like um, a teenage girl's diary where she's just melodramatic about everything. And well, just think about what she does to her poor dad, right? She takes off and disappears for days at a time. She goes to another country, all of these things. It's like, you're 17 years old, you're 18 years old, you live in your parents' household. She gives zero fucks about what anyone else thinks because her entire world revolves around her. Yeah. So I was like, let the vampires eat her. I, know, like, I just don't. Yeah. I mean, I just don't see the appeal that Edward has. Like, you no. know. Well, I mean, I like Edward and I think he's the best character of the three of them. I just. And I am like, you know, let her have Jacob. Like, Edward deserves better. Like, this is just bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, uh, yeah, she's she's on my shit list. And uh, we had to watch it last weekend or the weekend before. So I was still like. Yeah, I can't rewatch it. The, the acting is so bad. So I did read the books when so they bad. came out. And, um, I'm, you know, they were like, okay. But the acting in the shows are just, oh, it's just terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those that just kind of gets worse and not better. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. And you wonder, okay. well, like, where, why are there fans out there? Mm, I don't know. My sister-in-law is like, we don't watch it because it's good. I was like, well, that is true. We don't. There's something about it that does make us watch it from time to time. But okay. So the next one on my list here is Jenny from Forrest Gump. Oh, no. I don't think anybody thinks she's a good person. Total garbage. She is the worst. I mean, Forrest thinks she's a good person, but he's the only one. She just, yeah. I mean, I get it. She has a bad history Mm -hmm. right like the abuse that she put up with from her dad was not okay not cool but again she just grows up and hurts people Mm -hmm. over and over again and she's just very flighty and selfish and i don't know poor forest yeah yeah i mean i i mean i understand that she was trying to be a better person there at the end but like she didn't tell him she was dying she knew well she even came up she she did she's like i'm sick they don't know what it is uh Uh, but i'm gonna use you oh uh, yeah you're right she did they did yeah she did tell him but it was one of those like 
I, yeah, I'll be with you because I don't have any other options. And here's your kid. And you should use all that money you have to uh, take care of my kid. Or, and also throw a big wedding because I'm going to be alive for a freaking mm-hmm. month. Um, yeah. I thought th- Let's get married. Sure. Yeah. Know, she's garbage. So the uh, consensus on Twitter with her is what a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> came, so, came up over and over. Yeah. So. I just, I just, I, I never liked her. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a quick one here. The parents from Home Alone are just garbage. Oh, yeah. They left their kid behind and went on vacation twice. And then even like, I mean, really, you just didn't count the amount of children that you have with it? Like, that's just bad parenting. <laughs> well, like they made such a big deal about it in the beginning of the second movie since they had left him behind the first time. And it was this big expensive fiasco to get everybody back home again. Um, and so, oh, we're going to count. And we're like, where is he? Where is he? He is it. And then they lose him in the airport. Like. You can't put a leash on that kid. Like, seriously, follow your kid. Make sure you know where they are. The parents shouldn't be, the kids shouldn't be following the parents. The parents should be watching the kids. Like, just I know. I, yeah. But I mean, that's obviously the plot point. So I can kind of forgive mm-hmm. it because they have to have like dumb parents. So. Yeah. Have some, well, that's the thing. Most kid movies involve either dead or dumb parents. So. Yeah. Um, so next one on my list is Elsa from Frozen. Mm. I think she's garbage. Mm-hmm. So her parents die. She completely neglects her younger sister. She's keeping secrets. And she can't just tell her sister, like, hey, this is what it is. Nope. Got to keep it secret. Got to make her feel all terrible. Nearly kills the entire country when she has a temper tantrum. And then her sister tries to come and help her. And she literally, like, throws ice into her heart. So she's garbage. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I saw the movie once. And Mm -hmm, I haven't seen the second one. But I was like, Mm -mm. I thought she was, like, supposed to be, like, the best character. And I was like, she's mean. Nope. Like, Anna is the best yeah. character. Anna is a very good character. Elsa is garbage. So, um, Ferris Bueller came up. This yeah. is one that I kind of have a hard time with just because I feel like he was designed to be a shit character. I don't know. I, well, okay. Yeah, you're right. He probably was designed to be a shit character, but he didn't care about anybody but himself. It was really ridiculous. No, he, he was putting his friends in danger and in, um, uh, not in danger because, you know, the kid, um, his friend, you know, could, Cameron. yeah, Cameron couldn't take the car. Why did you have to get yep. your girlfriend out of school? That's the question. Like, because this is a selfish teenage prick yeah. is what it is, you know? So, but, it, but again, I, I feel like he was designed to be a shitty character. Like nobody's like, oh my God, Ferris Bueller's amazing. Uh, he's just kind of a douchebag. Um, yeah. And same, same token here. One that might not pop into your head, but I think that Jack Skellington from The Nightmare Before Christmas is kind of a trash guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he decides he wants Christmas and he's going to steal it regardless of whatever. He has a very nice friend who's trying to warn him about danger and he just brushes her off. And then he almost gets Santa Claus killed by giving him to Oogie Boogie's henchman. Like, what bad could happen? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like the, I like the character itself. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, he's not a great guy. But, you know, if you were stuck with Halloween forever, you know, maybe it might be exciting to do something else. Well, maybe move to I Christmas see- Town or just take it on as your own in your own way. But don't literally kidnap Santa. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess yeah. it's got a good wrap up in the end. But just he as a character is kind of a, kind of selfish and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Who else do we got? Okay, so another one that comes up. Now I'm switching over to TV. There, Okay, there's a ton more on movies and stuff, but we can we can go through them forever and still talk about people. But uh what was i saying okay tv moving over i would like to talk about murder she wrote does anybody else think that angela lansbury is the murderer well no i just think it's highly likely she is but i don't think she is (laughs) well think about this she lives in a very small town she writes about murder and there seems to be per capita a very large number of murders happening in this very small town in which she lives 
coincidence? Yeah. I, I, I think that you're doing some fan theories right now. <laughs> I don't think that she's not beloved and I don't think she's actually trash. I just uh, think that, you know, you have to stretch a season into 22 episodes. <laughs> there's going to be a murder every once in a while. I don't while. know. My dad was rewatching all of the episodes on Hulu or something a while back and I just kept watching it and I was like, I think she did it. <laughs> all of them. That's just my episode. Every episode. She did it. Yeah. Uh, um. And then one of my favorite shows of all time, but when I went back and watched it again, ugh, problematic, uh, MASH, Pierce, Hawkeye Pierce. Yeah. I love Alan Alda so much. I love the show and I really love his character. But when you go back and really watch the episodes with a 21st century eye, it is incredibly problematic and he is kind of a garbage human. It's, yes. I mean, sexual harassment, potentially rape, definitely date rape things happening, uh, drinking while performing surgery probably a bad idea, disregarding any type of rules for safety and probably some counts of treason in there somewhere. So, yes, but he's, you know, he was very charming. So he got away with a lot he's of bullshit. very charming. I, you know, on the same vein, I think Dr. Fraser Crane. Yes. is kind. Yeah. Like he is very, very selfish and everything's about him and, and his like obsessive compulsiveness. But he's also like, racist and classist like literally everything that could be wrong with a middle-aged white guy is fraser crane yeah yeah he definitely hits yeah. all the yeah it, all the like this the snobbiness is just too much mm -hmm. oh my god well and he causes so many problems too like you know his his dad just wants to do something and he's you know kicks the dog off the balcony or whatever you know just dumb it's like what is happening yeah i get it it's a sitcom but he's not really I watch the show a lot. I really do enjoy it. But he's really not redeeming. He doesn't have a lot of redeeming qualities. Yeah. And, and I think that he might fall into that like anti-hero too. Like Maybe. you don't, you, you know, his character is meant to be this elitist, uh, uptight son of a bitch. And, and you think it's funny. Well, when they, right? when they decided to spin that off from Cheers, because he was really a, not a likable character in Cheers. He was kind of a sad sack and he was always getting screwed over or whatever. And you're like, oh, really? They went with Frasier. That's hmm, interesting. <laughs> But it's like, I like the show. I've seen the show a million times, but I think you're right. I mean, he definitely, he's, he's problematic. So. Yeah. And you know, Niall's on the same thing. Like his obsession with Daphne was very problematic. It's kind of gross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially since he's married like multiple times throughout this whole thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I'm going to go to your favorite and mine, the Gilmores. <laughs> oh my god I, we've you know we have talked about this for what an hour and 45 on our episode at least yeah it must have been they are not good people mm -mm. why are they so beloved i have no idea i love the shows but it is not for rory and lorelei like i they are the most obnoxious characters they are self-centered they are spoiled and just kind of disgusting it's like Lorelai her whole thing she's so hypocritical like oh I gotta do everything on my own I'm not gonna use my parents money except for literally everything that we need to do we're gonna use my parents money and then be and, upset and, about it and then yeah this like anger you have at your mother mm -hmm. that's like oh yeah because you got in a fight because you got pregnant at 15 whatever like it's uh right time to move on uh, you know you guys need to stop being snippy at each other because it's getting kind of annoying like she would always be just in a huff about whatever something that her mom said and it was like um there's absolutely no problem here with what she said and like you're in your and she's being very nice like it, yeah move on stop taking her money yeah. mm -hmm. and emily even calls her on that in a couple episodes she's like you know you want to talk about how elitist we are and how we use our money for all this stuff but you don't mind coming to me when you wanted your daughter to go to prep school or when you wanted us to pay for her to go to yale or 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 you know insert mm -hmm. here and i think we talked about it on both of our episodes because we did the one what for the the original series and then we did another show for the reboot or 
yeah. whatever mm-hmm. they were calling it after the fact that the four, you know, later ones, that, that show is not good because of those two characters. It's good in spite of them. Like all of the auxiliary characters in there are the best, you know, all your Luke and, you know, Sean Gunn's character and Miss Patty and, you know, all of these other characters that are so cute and they're so fun. And you just have to deal with Rory and Lorelai. I know. And this like how much everybody loves them in that town. And you think, what the hell is wrong with everybody? It's like very self-centered, very selfish uh, people. And uh, I don't know. I just, I I did not, they just made bad decisions and they were just stupid Mm -hmm. all of the time. And I thought, um, okay, you guys aren't emotionally mature. Why are we rooting for you? Yeah, exactly. They kept acting like Rory was like smarter and um, more more the mom than the, the mom. Mm-hmm. Like, no, she was just a little teenager too. Well, they were just two teenagers brat. living they, together. That's what it was. It was two teenagers raising each other. and But she was a spoiled bride. Like her life, everything was so easy for her. And everybody thought, oh, Rory's so smart. And she reads all these books and she's amazing. And so then she goes to the prep school and everybody's like, you're not special. And she's like, but I'm not special. And it's like, you wonder why these characters don't like her because she comes in with this golden child kind of thing. It's like, no, no, we've all worked our asses off to be here. Yes, our parents also paid a shit ton of money for us to go here. Just like your grandparents, you're not special. We're all the same. Yeah, but it's an elite school nonetheless, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, exactly. And um, acting like you're better than everybody for some unknown reason. Mm -hmm. It was, yeah. Well, exactly. And they're like, oh, we've, we've had to face all these obstacles. Like, did you though? You really just went to your parents and they paid for it. And now you're in the exact same position as everyone else who was smart enough to get in and had to find a way to pay for it. So, yeah. Okay. I'm just going to throw out a couple more here. And then I say we take another quick break and we can go through our Twitter responsors. Okay. Okay. So, um, Okay, one of these that I think is a beloved character, and especially in our genre, in the nerd genre, this was someone who everybody loves because he was so dorky and he was so nerdy and cute, but he's really incredibly garbage. And that's Steve Urkel from Family Matters because this kid did not take no for an answer. Like, Laura is like, I don't like you. Leave me alone. Which, again, she might be shitty because, oh, he's a nerd or whatever. But the the level of stalking that this kid did on this girl and her entire family, because it went beyond just her. If Again, if there was anybody who wasn't wearing glasses and being incredibly dorky, they would be calling the police. Her dad is a policeman and seems to have, like, no problem with this boy just busting into their house any time of day or night. So. Yeah, that's that is now I haven't seen it since it was new and I used to watch it on, you know, um mm-hmm. must see TV, right? Um or TGI Fridays, whatever the name yeah, of that. I think it was, was TGI Friday. Miss, yes. Uh, yeah. So my TGI Friday, I would watch it um and I loved it, but I haven't seen it since then. And yes, now that you mentioned it, yeah, mm-hmm. he was a stalker. Um that shit's messed up and like befriending an entire family just because you like a girl is probably yeah. not a great idea. Um and you know, um Winslow then uh, mm-hmm. Captain yep. Winslow was he? Uh, probably not the greatest <laughs> cop if he didn't like notice these uh signs about you know that his daughter's being uh, stalked See, by this he's... random neighbor kid and ho- by extension his mm-hmm. whole family is like just so. invite him in for dinner. Why don't you do that? That's fine. Give him access to the house. Now the vampire's inside the house. Good job. So uh, okay, <laughs> uh, Peppy Le Pew, sexual harassment and attempted. Rape. Oh yeah, constant. So, yes, uh, Jerry Absolutely. from Tom and Jerry. Little Mouse was a motherfucking murderer. He tried to kill Tom on a daily basis. Uh, I'm going to throw Boba Fett in because I just think he's completely overrated. Uh, He's also a terrible bounty hunter. So how good a bounty hunter are you if your client that hires you to find someone is the one who actually has to capture and bring that person in? Yeah. um, Who's – is he going to be in The Mandalorian? I I think they they haven't – I think that The Mandalorian is past tense. 
Like it's supposed it's, to be before. It is between Jedi and the new stuff, Return of the Jedi and the new stuff. So it is after the fall so that of means, the Empire. So he has to be able to have escaped the, the um, Sarlacc, Sarlacc pit. pit. Yep. Oh, I'm sure he could have, especially if he's got all the cool gadgets the Mandalorian has. Well, now, I would not mind if they brought, um, was it Tamar Morrison, the, the guy who plays uh, Jango Fett in the Clone Wars or in the prequels and was also the voice of all of the clones. I would not mind if they brought like uh, Rex, like Captain Rex or one of the clones in who has, you know, gone past the war, has, you know, rerouted their Order 66 stuff and fought for the rebellion I'd, I'd be totally fine with that because they've retconned the canon that that old man with the beard on in Return of the Jedi is actually Rex, is what they're saying. So if they wanted to bring him back in that capacity, but I don't want to see him as Boba Fett. So I don't mind. I think that like Boba Fett might be kind of like a person of legend, and so they might want to bring him back. And but you see, know, he's, and- he's not a real Mandalorian either. So they they talk about that a lot in, in some of the other stuff. He's mm. he's not a real. Well, then that might be a nice arc. I'd actually like to see that. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I'd like to see him just chilling in the Sarlacc pit for a thousand years because I think he's overrated. Now, if they could make him have a decent character arc, that might be something fascinating. But like they tried to bring his young character into the Clone Wars from time to time. And for me, it was just very eh. So, yeah. Well, I still think his helmet's awesome. Well, all the Mandalorian helmets are awesome. Yeah. They could bring Sabine Wren in. I'd watch that. So, okay. Okay. Um, Ariel from The Little Mermaid is garbage. She's mm-hmm. spoiled. She doesn't appreciate what she has. She's a hoarder. And she gets her dad crossways with a witch who tries to enslave him. So that's bad news. Yep. Because she's having a teenage breakdown. Uh, Paul says Doc Brown from Back to the Future because he literally steals plutonium from Lydians, uh, makes Marty do all the work, and he's fucking with space and time. Yeah, yeah. I completely agree with that one. I don't think he uh, should be beloved. No, as much as I like Doc Brown because I do. He's kind of a crazy character. He's not great. Yeah. Peter Pan, because he's luring children oh. away from their homes. He literally cut off a man's hand and fed it to a crocodile as a joke. So, yeah, I, tell, I, I agree. And like <laughs> even in Hook, um, when you had uh, Robin Williams, yeah, I was annoyed with him there, too. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, again, like, love these shows. But when you really think about it, it's like eh, kind of garbage. Mm-hmm. Maverick from Top Gun. Total garbage. We, we think we like him because he's cool and he's the hero and whatever, but he has a complete disregard for the rules that are meant for safety, gets his partner killed because he's too busy displaying his tox- toxic masculinity, uh, sexual harassment, and he's just kind of a cocky dick. So. Yeah, and it looks like um, the trailers for the new one that's going to come out, like whenever it finishes, mm-hmm. um, it looks like he has not changed at all. Like yeah. he never got promoted, nothing like that, because he just can't. Well, how can you promote somebody who is like willfully doing all the things you shouldn't be doing? So, yeah. like, you're not supposed to buzz the tower. Yeah, it's hilarious. That guy spilled his coffee all over himself. But that's dangerous. Like, stop doing that. You're not going to get ahead. So, yeah. I know. So that's pretty much – I have a couple, like, other little random ones on here, like Captain Kirk, uh, Gale from the Hunger Games, kind of garbage, Mace Windu, who's cool, but he's just kind of a dick. Uh, yeah, he is a dick. Um, in fact, I did have um, a saved podcast quote where I can talk about that. And if I can find it, I will I will tell you at the end because it was hilarious. <laughs> He was just kind of a dick the whole time. And especially if you, um, like, excuse me, if you remember, we covered Dark Disciple for the book club. They are talking in the background with the Jedi Council is talking about hunting down Count Dooku and murdering him, assassinating him to try to put an end to the Clone Wars sooner. And Mace Windu is very much on this. And this is a very not Jedi kind of idea. And so he uh, he's very much in this whole just kill a motherfucker kind of uh, mindset. So. Like I said, I like him. And he's a cool character. He's got a purple lightsaber, so I'm a fan of that. But uh, he's trash. So anyways, let's take another quick break, and then we will see what the Twitterati had to say. Okay. 
everybody. Brian here, host of the Bright Five Podcast. And if you're looking for a podcast that reviews comic books, talks about nifty nerd news, and sometimes has interruptions from his wife or son, then look no further than the Bright Five Podcast. New episodes are updated every Monday. And if you want bonus content, you can sign up for Patreon for as little as $1 a month, where you get extra episodes, videos, and more behind the scenes of the Bright Five Podcast. So don't go another day without the Bright Five Podcast in your life. Head over to brightfivepodcast.podbean.com and enlist in the Bright Fighter Squadron today. All right, and we are back. And now it is time to listen in on what our awesome Twitterati had to say. So again, I put this up about 24 hours before we sat down to record this podcast to just kind of see what people would say. And people had a lot to say. So this is, this is maybe our most interacted with tweet in history. So there's that. Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to run through them. I've got them sorted by kind of category here. So whether it's a book or movie or TV or whatever. So I'm just going to scroll through. Get Lit Podcast has said Holden Caulfield from The Catcher in the Rye. 100%. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, Rejects and Revolutionaries says mm-hmm. Harry from the Harry Potter series. Again, I just think he's dumb. Anyway. Well, this, this says, I've always found Harry Potter to be a pretty unbearable person. His treatment of Ron in particular is unacceptable. Plus, apart from his parents being dead, heroes who everyone idolizes, he's got everything else going for him and he doesn't appreciate that. Ugh. So if they gave a yeah. reason, I wrote it down. Um, yeah. Meg yeah. from Indoors Woman said Snape from Harry Potter, book Snape most especially. I thought that. <laughs> so I thought that the person that was uh, beloved that was really trash was Meg from Indoors Woman. I'm like, well, that's very specific. <laughs> I, what did you? What did Meg do? Absolutely not. We adore Meg. She is not trash. So, uh, shout out Lady Pod Squad. All right. So uh, I think Matt from Imaginary Ramblings says uh, Christopher Columbus. And while this yeah. is not a character, uh, he's become more character than he ever was in real life. So totally garbage. I'm with you. Yeah, but I think all of the scenario around that was probably all garbage. Like it wasn't just him. Yeah, he was. Oh well. He he was just who we think of immediately as being. Uh, responsible party but i think there was oh yeah there, there's all sorts of garbage around that yeah. and we like to rewrite our own history all the time so good times mm-hmm. okay um happily ever aftermath so this is probably diana says marty mcfly back to the future yeah he was kind of like douchey mm-hmm. i i just i remember specifically that uh you know he didn't seem to care much about like what was really affecting his parents no. he was just how it was affecting him well of course i mean he's a teenager all teenagers are self-absorbed that's how it works yeah and by the way it really is a dick move to grab onto the back of a car while you're in a, on a skateboard first of all it makes somebody driving a car completely liable for your life mm-hmm. which um is bullshit you just do not do that not cool at all okay <laughs> yes agreed but i think i mean there's a lot of ways in there that he is just fairly garbage okay um so uh, Diana also gave us Dean from the original Overboard movie. So this is Kurt Russell's character where they are. Oh, uh, oh, absolutely trash. Yeah, yeah. Where they're basically gaslighting Goldie Hawn and uh, taking care. You know, she's got. Oh, uh, it's terrible. She's got amnesia or whatever. Yeah. So Yeah. Totally I mean, so she wasn't like a great person beforehand, but you don't uh, do that. Right. Exactly. So he was a total, yeah. total cunt face on that. Mm-hmm. Um, Diana also says, I think the nerds and Revenge of the Nerds. Not yeah. uh, great when you go back and watch it later. Yeah. Um, Mouse and Weens sent us E.T. as a garbage character. <laughs> uh, most specifically, the frog scene, beer, and messed up speak and spell. All right. Well, uh, it's been a while okay. since I've seen E.T. So, I have to, so I that's like, more like, how is, like, this is like literally trash. Like, it is how is E.T. like a redneck is basically, I think, how that was interpreted. Mm-hmm. 
Because, because yes, all of those things are true. But he wasn't a trashy person. He was a little alien. He wanted to go home. Yeah, I think the mom was kind of a garbage mom. In each oh, yeah, yeah. She was she yeah. was fairly trash. But, um, I mean, like, in her defense, like, what would you do? Like, you know, th- their kids were right not to trust her. But, like, I didn't think that she was bad. She was just doing the best she could. Yeah, I think that's the bad thing is, like, especially in the 80s, I think if you were a single mom, as she was, you were pretty much just portrayed as too busy to have any – Mm-hmm. anything to do with your kids. like, And maybe yeah. that was the case. We had a lot of latchkey kids going on in the 80s. I don't know, but I don't like that that's the way moms were always seem to be portrayed in 80s movies. Yeah, they're still that way. They're still yeah. portrayed that way. True. Uh, okay, so our friend Audrey says, Mark from Love Actually. So this is Andrew Lincoln's character who's hitting on his best friend's new wife, Kira Knightley. Oh, yeah. That really is. And we've talked about this too. Mm. Did, didn't we um, We have a whole episode on movies that uh, – that people still like that are just awful. Maybe. I'm not sure. I don't know. But that this would fall into that category. Like, why does everybody like this show? It is very problematic. I, I really like the show, but it is problematic. And someone else later down just puts the entire cast of Love Actually. And I'm like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. They're all he, garbage. Every Hugh single, Grant's like, character? Oh. Like three characters in there that aren't complete and total trash. So. Yeah. Liam Neeson's character is decent. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the little girl that um, the little boy has a crush on. Okay. Yeah. Even the little boy is fine. Yep, and then and then the wife of um, Alan Rickman. Yeah, and that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Everyone else is is garbage. Yep. Yeah. Actually, the porn stars are probably okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just they're just being porn stars. That's they all. Were. Well, that was the thing that was so fun was that you know you think oh porn stars are going to be all about the sex and they're doing all this other stuff or whatever, but when they have their first date, they're like super shy and awkward and nervous, about it, and yeah. here's our cute little kiss, even though they've already like fucked each other on screen, kind of thing. So. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I forgot about them. They were cute. They were kind of cute. Uh, plus, Martin Freeman's adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, yes, I'm with you on love, actually. Uh, Gidget Von LaRue has said, Annie Walker from Bridesmaids. So this is Kristen Wiig's character in Bridesmaids. Yes. And the quote she gives me is just, what a selfish bitch. <laughs> I know, like, totally agree. I mean, I remember watching, like, I mean, to watch it the first time, like, oh, that's funny. And then you watch it the second time, and it was like, oh, my God, stop being so self-absorbed and so self uh, right. pity. Like, this is supposed to be your best friend and you're getting jealous because another friend is trying to treat your friend well. It's like it's well, just really kind of shitty. And she, she, you know, she worked in that jewelry store and she was a complete bitch to like uh, uh, that little girl because of stuff that was going on in her own um, mm-hmm. in her own world. Like that's not, she never grew up. It's yeah. easy. Yeah. My favorite character in that movie was Melissa McCarthy's character, but she is literally my favorite in every movie she is in. So yeah, everyone else, I'm like, eh, who cares? Okay, so uh, Death and All of Her Friends podcast, great name, by the way, uh, says Thumper from Bambi. It's total garbage. Uh, It said, because he made fun of Bambi for not being able to walk, and no one can be mean to Bambi because he's a sweet baby angel face. (laughs) Then I realized that if I were a cartoon character, I would probably be Thumper from Bambi. (laughs) Oh, anyway, so... Okay, uh, so, so then Nerds with Friends, my friends at Nerd with Friends, have come at us with Gandalf from The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> like, okay, they said he loves dragging people into trouble and then abandons them when they need him the most. Like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> That's 100% true. Gandalf totally does that. And uh, he is a meddler and a disturber of the peace. So uh, I would have a hard time calling Gandalf garbage, but that is true. Well, honestly, like, if the ring stayed where it was, it would probably be fine. Mm-hmm. Bilbo Baggins just had it and just, you know, kept it in his little trunk. Yeah, well, if, if Gollum hadn't told him where it was, then it could have been fine, but mm. big mouth. So. All right, uh, next is our friends over at Spoop Hour. And this, uh, they said Snape from Harry Potter, and also the entire cast of Twilight. 
So oh, that's a lot of people. It's <laughs> like we're with you on that. Um, and I'm not sure if they're talking about the actual actors because they're fairly. Oh, yeah, because he says cast. Yeah. Yeah. Or just the entire uh, the entirety of every person in that series. I would say except for Charlie because Charlie is my favorite and he is never garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie's good. I think they should just do a spinoff on Charlie because give a fuck about Bella. But I love Charlie. So, uh, okay. Um, what should we watch? Has said Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Hmm. Uh, so again, Rob the terrorist sent his own dog on a maiden voyage of his latest experiment. True. And makes a high school kid go do his grunt work. Uh, he's kind of a good guy in the end, but not really. Mm. Okay, so Get Lit Podcast also said Peter Pan, which we have talked about. Bonsai Retro Club said Ferris Bueller. Agreed. Uh, he thinks Ferris only cares about himself, and he's probably a sociopath. Mm-hmm. He definitely it. is. That, du- that dude is going to go into sales, and they're going to do unethical <laughs> things to get their quota. Totally. Okay, so the next one on our Twitter list here is from Ginger Dad Bod Heartthrob, which I just kind of love this name. Uh, says Woody from Toy Story. What? He is, though. If you think about how jealous he is when Buzz comes in and he kind of yeah. tries to set him up to, like, disappear. Yeah. He's not the best guy. Yeah, I guess. I guess. So He's also got some serious codependency issues. I'm just throwing that out there myself. All right. Now, Lady Mouth says the wizard from The Wizard of Oz said he is just a bullshit. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> he's just a bullshit artist. And then somebody named Fritz came back to said his Kansas equivalent in, is an obvious... Con man slash huckster. So, true. Mm-hmm. I hate The Wizard of Oz. I loved it when I was a kid, but I saw it like 499 times and it was great. And on 500, it just hit me that like, God, this whole movie is trash. So, all right. Now, uh, for this next one, you can direct your ire and hatred to Drew of Wonders of the World podcast, who says Indiana Jones. Hmm. I do not disagree with this idea because he's kind of garbage. Also, he has very little direct uh, interaction in anything in the plot of his movies, but I know other people will be incredibly upset by that. So you can talk to Drew. I I think that there is like his womanizing is uh, concerning, but that's about it. Yeah. Plus, also he's um he's like a professor and he's an archaeologist, but he's out doing this weird action adventure stuff, which is just not not really what professors of archaeology do. He is a womanizer, yeah. and also I do believe that when he had his initial relationship with Marion. Uh, she was like 14. So. Yeah, I get that. I got that impression too. Well, I think they they say it somewhere. Like she was she was a kid. Like that's gross. He was not a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And then I know, uh, you know, you probably don't, you want to pretend that the, the crystal skull doesn't exist, but yes. there is that point where he's talking about his son, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, when it, he's like, you know what? It's no big deal if you don't go to uh, college. It takes people a long time to determine what their path is going to be. And then Marion's like, hey, he's your son. And she, he's like, why didn't you make him go to college? Right. <laughs> Because he's my son, right? Yeah. So, okay, the next one here is Steve from Everything I Learned from Movies, who says Dom from the Fast and the Furious franchise, which is yeah. pretty much true. He is. And, I mean, I've only seen a couple of the episodes, uh, or the one. Yeah, but he's, uh, he's pretty we well to. garbage. Um, yeah. Uh, for your reference, our friends in Australia, says Jacob in Twilight, specifically yeah. Jacob. Said, having just watched Twilight, Jacob is borderline incel, uh, feeling obligated to Bella because Why? forcefully kissing her on the mouth and then you've got to go to breaking dawn and there's that and i think that's when he falls in love with a baby so yeah that was that was problematic problematic and creepy uh beyond six seconds says ferris bueller uh yep. casey from merce and monsters says ed from Shaun of the dead uh said oh. <laughs> he's pretty selfish and nearly gets them killed more than once but i think he gets his comeuppance because doesn't he get turned into a zombie oh which one's ed the big one i thought they were 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that's not his fault. He was a zombie. Well, no, I think he was kind of a dick before that, but I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't, I've only seen it once. I don't remember it that well. Um, okay. Amanda from Amanda's Picture Show, A Go-Go, says Scarlett O'Hara, Gone with the Wind. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Total garbage. Um, and uh, She just died, though. Yeah, she, now now we she did. Now, like, now we're the assholes. <laughs> she did. I she, saw, she, she died yesterday. And I was like, too soon? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. 100, she's 104 years old, and we're like, that bitch. I know. Stupid bitch. Okay. Uh, it's not her fault. It was right. So Claire says Walter from the Big Lebowski. I can't can't help you. With I can't that remember. It's uh John Goodman's character. I had to look some of these up on IMDb. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I've yeah. Never actually seen the Big Lebowski. Some of these I think we hmm. probably should put on the list of like, oh, maybe I should watch that and see what people are talking about. Uh, I've seen it, but I don't remember the end of it because I think I was drinking when I watched it. And I enjoyed it. I remember enjoying it. But, you know, was it the drink or was it the show? Right. There's that. Uh, Be Nostalgic says Joe Fox from You've Got Mail. Now, as much as I love oh, absolutely, Hanks, he is fucking garbage. But quite honestly, uh, she's kind of garbage, too. So I just I didn't understand why she was just like, you know, that was a this bad secret. And then she's like, all OK with it. Mm-hmm. I just I. I, I don't understand. And you put me out of business, you motherfucker. Okay. So yeah, yeah, she forgave. She forgave. Even, like, it just took some emails for you to forgive them. Like, mm-hmm. fuck that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like, mm, you need uh, clarification here. Okay, so Scatterbrain Podcast uh, agrees with Grandpa Joe, Willy Wonka. I think we all agree. Grandpa Joe is trash. And Dad's Read Princess Stories says James Bond. And I love this one. Says he has zero empathy. He's actually really bad at being a spy because everyone knows who he is. Uh, not just a womanizer, but gaslights women and has full-on sexually abused women. The character tells people you can pretty much rape and abuse as long as you are handsome. So, good call there. Yeah. Dad reads princess stories. Good, yeah, yeah. Very, very good point. I like your. I mean, obviously, name. I mean it's been around since the '60s, so there's been even there's worse ones, like iterations of him. Oh, yeah. You know, um, but but yes, yeah. Terrible. Definitely uses uses women like currency, so that's a concern. Mm-hmm. There's lots of things in there that are problematic and concerning and not getting any better. So it'll be interesting to see when they do reboot it with a woman as James Bond. I'm in. They aren't doing that, are they? Mm-hmm. I thought that was just your thing. Mm-mm. No, I did one, and then shortly after that it came out that somebody else was doing one. Uh, let me see who – hang on a second. Though, I mean, if it's the same writers, it's going to be the same – like – because the women in the show, you know, a lot of them are very capable and spies on their own right. But they also just use use their um, sexuality as uh, a way and ends to – what is it? A way to get uh, what they want in the end. So yeah. they're really villainized by how they're acting. But they're acting just like him. Right. So um, – Which is like the, the femme bots in uh, Austin Powers, which are just supposed yeah. to be like the same as the women in the Bond movie. So – I don't know yeah. if the Bond woman thing is true. I'd read it, and now who knows? Because the world is upside down. So, mm-hmm. world is upside down. Sorry. Or maybe it's going to be like a like um, um, a Bond like one, like because they kind of were saying that um, Atomic Blonde really kind of was like a James Bond like once, but it really didn't have his tech in it. Like, um, I don't know, but I'm does. definitely writing the one that I recast for that Castaway. Last show last year because it was awesome. I think it's a good premise, and I'm going to write it as something. It may not be James Bond because that's not my character, but we'll see. All right. All right. So the next one is from a Fresh Start podcast who says the Cowardly Lion in the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I, you know what? All of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first, the I didn't like any of them after I've rewatched it. The Cowardly Lion though was just such a, you know, he he had a heart the whole time. Yeah. So or whatever he had. No, it was Tin Man that didn't have the heart. Right. 
No, I think I they're know. they're all kind of trash. But honestly, I think Dorothy is trash as well. And I hate the Wizard of Oz. So maybe I'm not the best person to. Uh... I thought Dorothy was okay. I mean, she well, she liked everybody regardless. I, I also yeah. read Wicked later. So then I realized that Dorothy is also trash from that perspective. And I like Elphaba better than everyone else. So, you know, it's cool. Yeah. Okay. So John Ambrose on Twitter says Jenny from Forrest Gump. Yeah. Uh, Gidget Von LaRue also gave us Juliana from My Best Friend's Wedding. So that's uh, Meg. Oh, absolutely. What's her name's character. I think anytime Did- you're like, oh, I'm lusting after my best friend and I'm going to steal him away from the love of his life or I love my best friend's wife and I'm going to tell her because I, I just won't be able to live with myself if I don't tell you how I feel. It's like you're putting a whole bunch of bullshit onto somebody else. Yeah. You know, like, oh, oh my husband's best friend is in love with me and what the fuck am I supposed to do with this information? I can ignore it, but I'll still know about it. They can get in a fight over it, or I'm going to leave my brand new husband for this guy I've never dated. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. It's just shitty. Uh, let's see. Cheers to yeah, Comics he's Podcast. Supposed to be terrible, Butcher from Gangs of New York. Uh, I know, That's another one. That's like, eh. if your name is The Butcher, and you're not actually a butcher, uh, probably not meant to be a great character. Uh, Megan's also second Scarlett O'Hara. We all hate her. Live Aid Wizard says Jenny from Forrest Gump. Quote, what a bitch. <laughs> this is the, the uh, yeah. so uh, that song from that movie podcast says the entire cast of Love Actually. It's one I mentioned earlier. Broad Nerd says Ferris Bueller. And then says, I couldn't figure out why I never liked the movie. And then I was like, oh, yeah, it's because Ferris yep. is a snarky mm-hmm. douche that anyone would want to punch in real life. <laughs> True. All right. So Lee Holmes Foster yep. gave us a list of them. So sh- we got Dumbledore. Yeah, that was, um, Coyote that was um, John Goodman. I tried to remember back to that movie. And he was he was just really judgmental. I think that... Yeah. And then, but I thought he came... Yeah, and then, yeah, he came around He was end. judgmental, and then he got hit by a car, so... Yeah. It was like, you become nicer after someone hits you with a Buick, I think. Uh, and any male mm-hmm. lead from the 90s slash yeah. early aughts rom-coms. Mm-hmm. And we got another list from Happily I, I don't Aftermath. necessarily Jim agree now. Yes, office. he had a little bit of obsessiveness mm-hmm. with Pam, but I don't think he ever... Um, he didn't ask her out unprovoked. He didn't continue to harass her. They were just friends. And he was. I would say my problem with Jim has nothing to do with Pam and has everything oh, to do with that's probably how he treats what it everyone is. else in the office and his whole job. So he's constantly harassing Dwight and he's not really doing his work and he's just kind of a snarky asshole, which again, I'd totally be friends with him in real life and he'd probably be him in some capacity in life. But again, yeah, kind of and a it's like, human you know, really making fun of him and joking around because Dwight's such a pain work. in the ass. Um, yeah, that is a little kind of bully behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but Dwight was an awful thing, but he wasn't supposed to be yeah. beloved and endearing. Well, and also, like, remember they shifted Jim to a different office? Like, he wasn't in the Scranton office anymore, and he was still actively bullying and harassing Dwight, like, via fax. Yeah. Like, yeah. sending him orders that didn't exist. I don't know. It's just kind of being a dick. So, again, as much as we like these characters, they are kind of still garbage. Um, a happily ever after. Well, I mean, he was a, a bad person. From Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yeah. I'm. I know. No. So. Like he's a bad guy. Well, maybe when kind of a good yeah, I think that's his point. Like, yeah, he's but a villain. Still a dick, but does so. not good things sometimes. Yeah, he's kind of that anti-hero, not a hero thing. So, oh, good call. I mean, I I love and House, then but House, like, House. He is also one of those people like they're a trash human being, but you watch it because they're compelling. They say funny things, and and mm-hmm. uh, they're brilliant. But like, yeah, yeah. 
Well, here's one that popped up early and often was uh, Erica from Customers Also Watch and somebody else. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. So garbage. There is actually a series on YouTube that someone does that is called Zach Morris is Trash. And it literally just goes like scene by scene showing these shitty, shitty things that he's doing and saying and like conning people into doing stuff and, you know, defrauding and just being a, a, a creep, basically. So go check that one out. Um, talking shiz said the dad from dinosaurs. Yeah, I watched a couple episodes garbage, when it was but on I also Hulu. don't remember that much about it. We watched a ton. We watched all of it whenever we were kids, but I haven't seen it since. Um, Michael Bagford says Tegan Jovanka on Doctor Who, and I didn't know who this was, so I had to ask Paul. And apparently, this was someone who was a Australian flight attendant who was a doctor's companion. Yeah, I, I don't think doctor. I haven't watched so the whole like, well, season really for the, back, um, so I don't you know. know the of the older Hughes. So yeah, I don't. I don't know. Mm-mm. I can't. I uh, Paul's like you need to watch them. I'm like, mm, mm-mm. they're very romper room for me. I just can't. Like the sets are so cheesy and everything. So just I don't know. Anyway, um, random Randy Savage, our good friend, says That's, Lucifer. Yeah, he's supposed to be like, but again, he's the devil. So I know. How do you how do you pull a good character out of that? I don't know. Oh, uh, Spoop Hour comes back to yeah, us. Yeah, I, I agree. From and you know, though, a lot of people like, don't like Ross. He's garbage. Wasn't great either. So, yeah, she's on the list as well. Actually, yeah. all of them are. So it's like the entire cast of Friends are pretty much trash. Yep. Mm-hmm. they're kind of like Seinfeld. We also get the entire cast of Seinfeld in here. Yeah, too. and then it turned out Kramer really uh, was they were designed to be garbage. <laughs> though, I'm pretty sure. Um, right. <laughs> uh, so Spoop Hour also says Dean, Rory, and Logan yep. from Gilmore Girls agreed. And also Riley from Buffy. Now, I don't remember. Who was Riley? I don't remember Riley. Oh, yeah, Riley. Okay, so Riley was, um, so he was the Buffy's love interest after Angel disappeared, or she killed him or whatever, um, and sent him to hell. But he was like a military guy, and he like kept that all hidden uh, because they actually also attacked vampires mm-hmm. at night. So that was kind of a weird coincidence, but he really was a big. Yeah, he was only in it for um, maybe a season. If it, and he might have arced mm. over like a finale and come back, but well, yeah. I'm a fan of that. I mean, he's so. good looking though, so we had right, that. Kelly at Boobies and Newbies says all of Gilmore yeah. Girls. <laughs> she says like revisiting that show ten years later yeah. and ten years older slash more mature. The amount of white privilege in that show is eek. But Emily Gilmore always slays me. We love Emily Gilmore. Yeah, I love her. She's amazing. Uh, Nikki yeah, Katz says Lorelai Gilmore, and her reasoning is Lorelai is such a hypocrite, and she mm-hmm. gets away with it every time. So again, uh, you should get away, you should get by without being rich. But everything they go with their money. It's like do private schools not have scholarships? Are there no bank loans? But if you remember, like every time she tried to get a bank loan, it was like, oh, well, your mom's yeah, got she, a cosign. She's like, but I don't want her to. They're like, oh, sorry. Well, yeah, she did have this moral superiority towards everybody. Like, she was so much better at, at mm-hmm. every action she took proved that she was not. Yeah. And it was just, oh, it's so, it just grated on me. <laughs> so, like, Geek Exploration so okay. podcast says Bugs Bunny. I'm with it. Bugs was kind of a dick. Actually, I think a lot of the Looney Tunes characters could fall into this kind of garbage yeah. category. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's well, like, just, I mean, he Bird was like that. Just the Roadrunners like that. Um, yeah, there's a lot of them that, yeah, they're just mm-hmm. kind of dicks. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, they don't appreciate the food chain. 
Mm-hmm. That they just that they got out of just the way. They should just be happy. Stop you, being a, don't be it's a dick. Cats Guy do. just trying to eat. You're just supposed to do what mouses do. <laughs> All right. Happily Ever Aftermath also came back with Mal Reynolds from Firefly. So uh, Nathan Fillion's character in Firefly. I'm like, no. Hmm. Did they give her a reason? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than him just being like kind of gruff. I'm I really sure there was garbage him. stuff. Because and he wasn't a great yeah. guy. He wasn't. He wasn't a squeaky clean hero. He definitely was more grimy. And, and make the, they were running cons yeah. and grips and stuff. So I guess they weren't really the good guys. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and he did like like to start right. fights exactly. in bars. You he know, offered to throw Jane bored, out of a, like, uh, an airlock. And I was down for that because fuck you, Adam Baldwin. We hate you. Yeah, uh, me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah. And the problem is I really like all of his characters. And it makes me so mad that he's just a, uh, t- such a terrible person. Mm-hmm. Like, I love his character in Chuck. Uh, Pups and Pop Culture sure. says uh, Stabler from Law and Order, SBU. So that's, uh, yes, he's so fucking awful. Yes. And she says toxic yes. male, terrible partner, oh. violent cop. Mm-hmm. Almost 10 years after he left the show, fans are still uh, upset about it. So, like, yeah, he's trash. Yeah. He played a he's vampire constantly on, um, in Oz. Blood, though, that was if you watch awesome. any of that, you see his junk over and over and over. So. Uh, so you could just watch that, I guess, oh, really? on mute if you wanted to, because I, I don't know. I couldn't watch Oz. It was too violent for me. I mean, it's about prison. So what do you expect? But um, so Pitney and Amelia's Bitchin' Boutique yeah. says every cop in a TV drama <laughs> said, can we say kind of every cop who's ever been in a TV drama, except yeah. for Olivia Benson, who is the greatest human ever. They're all loose cannon, rule breaking, tough dudes who, you know, were either rapey or incel in high school. Yeah, there's really a mm-hmm. big concern about like, you know, and I love cop dramas, but like there is this uh, anti-mental um, health, um, like they won't, you know, when they need mm-hmm. uh, psychological help, they like reject it. And, you know, there's yeah toxic yep. masculinity, even if it's a female. Um, well, because she's so busy a, fighting the good old boys uh, and it's, club. It's she's very concerning. just as horrible as they are. Yeah, and it's just, yeah, like they're just... We're supposed to find about compassion and things like that. And, and instead you get this. So like, um, right. you know, fuck the rules. I do what I want. I get the bad guys. Yeah, in the I, end like, and, I read you know, a like, lot uh, of like police yeah. mysteries and procedurals, like homicide detective kind of books. And I like the ones that are not that way. You know, the ones that are actually very, I mean, they're all a little bit that way because mm-hmm. most of them are actually the one I write is about a white dude in his like 40s, 50s and 60s. But it's written by a lady. So I'm a big fan of that. So, so those are those are really good. Anyway, yeah. um, Drew from Wonders of the World podcast gives us the entire cast of Seinfeld. So, yeah, I think we didn't really yeah. recognize that until be. like later. I think that they, yeah, I, I think there's just like, oh, it's a show about nothing, or it's oh, you know yeah. just about friends living in New York, and it's like not until like the uh, for me it wasn't really even until like the finale that you're like, God, and you're just watching them like watch somebody get jacked or mugged or whatever. <laughs> they're like Meh, and then they all get arrested i'm like well there you go the good samaritan law or whatever yeah and and i thought it was a perfect ending to that show and everybody was like um oh was that's perfect. awful it was I the thought, worst ending but now i actually wrote down perfect. earlier that we need like, to do a show about series that had terrible endings um because that was that wasn't one of them but whatever mm-hmm. uh jaslyn over at high expectations our friends down in new zealand uh says rory gilmore yes <laughs> we hate her guts uh rory not jazz yep. jazz is amazing yep okay jvd from the villains demand says fonzie from happy days 
What? Agreed. No. What's... No, Fonzie was a thug. He was a, I mean, I shouldn't say no, thug. No, he wasn't. Um, he was like, I, I mean, he just was cool, but he didn't do anything mean. He wasn't mean to anybody. He was. I think he was a womanizer, though. Oh, he could have been. But it would have been seen as cool back then. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He was a womanizer. Yeah. So KJ from Kindy Ner- Kinda Nerdy Girls, this is our check mark, was, uh, said Rachel from Friends. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I have a friend who makes a convincing argument that Rachel from Friends was, in fact, not a good friend at all. Yeah, she's not. Yeah, she's no, I know. She didn't invite anybody to her wedding. So she ran off to go like, hey, um, I left my wedding since I knew you weren't going to be there. Um, right. I came to you because yeah. I didn't invite you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's from day one. Exactly. Uh, the Right Ones podcast says Rick from Rick and Morty. Yeah, but he's supposed to be. He's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, like kind selfish, of it, yeah. overly nihilistic, and manipulative to the max, but everyone loves him. I don't know. We tried to sit down and watch an episode of Rick and Morty, and I just... I know. I have a tough time with I the belching. Yeah, but whatever. We tried. Um, so another vote for Zach Morris. Let's see. The original discount podcast says Ted and Barney from How I Met Your Mother, and I'm with you. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. How I Met Your Mother, yeah, but, but they are kind of garbage. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Barney uh, specifically... I think Ted, Ted, well, I think Barney is supposed to be, but Ted is, um, he's, Ted is supposed to be a good guy, but he's he like, does bad literally, things. I mean, if you think about the whole concept of the show, he's literally sitting there in the future telling his own children about all the women he banged. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. I really agree with Ted. Now, Barney's supposed to be that way. So completely understand. Right. Um, but, um, not, not that it's good. I'm just saying like Barney's right. character is made that way. So he wasn't really beloved. He was supposed to be a dick the whole time. Um, right. Yeah. Um, Spivey special podcast says Pam from The Office. So we got Jim before. So now we got Pam. Eh, sure. I think she's just in that same boat as Jim. Like they're just, they're just kind of assholes in general. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. But then again, I would still be them. So it's, you know, what I, what can I say? So uh, M.E. Ellison says Ross from Friends. We have another Ross. And then Nikki replies, pretty much they're all awful. And someone else says, it's like they're always stuck in second gear. So <laughs> good on you for that one, Charlene. I like it. Uh, One Touch Mashaba says Sterling Archer from Archer. Well, he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be garbage, exactly. Uh, somebody else, I'm going to massacre your name here. It's like Diddy OC Games? Diddy, Diddy, Diddy does games? I don't know, something. Archie Bunker. Now, here's the deal. I don't understand why people love Archie Bunker. He is garbage, and he's written as garbage. Yeah. I've never understood why people love him. There's a go. He just, you know, he says stuff. and he's going to get his comeuppance. I'm like, does he, though? He's just like openly a bigot and racist to everyone and horrible to his wife and daughter and all this. And I'm like, I never see him get any sort of comeuppance. It's just like, this is the status quo and how it is. But the Jeffersons show up from time to time, so we can call it diversity. I'm like, mm, <laughs> no. Uh, Scatterbrain Podcast comes back also with George Costanza. George actually came up a lot. He didn't come up on my list here a lot, but he did pop up quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, and then Larry David, that you know, the, who's based on George Cassander. I like, hate oh, Larry David so much. I mean, I think he's funny, like in his, um, like when he's on Saturday Night Live as Bernie Sanders yeah. and stuff. But like when he is in this that Curb Your Enthusiasm show, I just hate him. I hate him so I much. I hate him. I hate the show. I hate everyone that comes in contact with that show. <laughs> like I just, he is so off-putting. I just cannot stand him at all and it's like i don't know again i don't know if this is you as a person or this is just your your persona on this i don't know i don't believe it because you wanted to base george costanza on him if you were a good person yeah he's not a good person i'm pretty sure uh so we're back to nikki katz who says and this is this one we get a lot of uh stuff on here says ned stark from game of thrones is garbage she says ned stark is the worst his honor ruins the lives of so many people it ruins his marriage because he won't tell his wife the truth and she hates an innocent kid. John makes really bad choices because he doesn't know his parentage and family is shitty to him. 
and people die because of his stupid honor. Point two, if your beloved daughter is basically tortured into becoming an assassin because of the path that your honor pushes her down, you failed as a father. <laughs> all right. All right. I, they're like, all right they're, they're, cool. Those are points. Yep. Mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, JVD of the villain de- uh, villain's demand comes back with just Alf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alf is kind of a dick. Yeah. It's a total dick. He's, and he's trying to eat the host cat. Like, that's not cool. Always. And the final one on here is another vote for George Costanza from Broad Nerd. So mm-hmm. thank you to everyone who weighed in on our Twitter poll or Twitter list here and uh, probably who will continue to do so in the future. This may be a category that we come back to at another point in time. Yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, a lot of these points we have brought up before. We just never assembled them. Right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) They have been assembled. Uh, I would also say, okay, so I would love to recommend, because we haven't done recommendation in a long time. Recommendation is on Netflix. If you are a girl of our age, uh, you probably were a big fan of the Babysitter's Club books growing up. We've talked about this in our Books That Made Us episode because this was something we loved. They just put a new episode or a new series out on Netflix and it is awesome. I love it. Also, Christy Thomas is trash. <laughs> Flat out Christy. Everything that goes wrong in that series is because Christy is a dick. But Alicia Silverstone plays Christy's mom, and I'm with it. I love it. So, All right. Um, yeah, I haven't seen it yet, um, but uh, I plan it's to. It's very cute. I, w- I would recommend watching it. All right. Anyway, do you have a quote for us this week? I do. Um, I have no idea who to credit it to because it was just a screenshot and it posted on uh, lamebook.com. So it wasn't me that was plagiarizing it. It was lamebook.com that's plagiarizing it. Um, so here's the quote. Remember, Kevin McAllister could have phoned the police at any time. He was a child who'd accidentally been left alone. One call and he would have been safe. But it was never about safety. He was hunting those men. He wanted them to die. He was fun for him. He enjoyed it. It's true. Well, what's more disturbing is one of the comments to the screen, the, the picture, mm-hmm. and said, said this is what's disturbing, and, and I'm really going to bring it down around this, said he would have been put into foster care. He made the right decisions to fight off two guys trying to rob his house and not trying to fight off some foster father crawling into his bed in the middle of the night. Somebody oh. commented that on this wow. picture, and I was like, wow. So, Ugh. yeah. All right. Dear, dear Brosif, thanks for bringing us down. Yeah, yeah. So this so. was supposed to be a funny little thing. And then you're like, oh, okay. Except for he'd be molested by a foster father, which I believe there's a lot of foster fathers out there that do not molest people. Um, I would hope that the majority of them do not. <laughs> I, would like to, I would like to hope that that is the case. I, I, I assume it is the case because, you know, they kind, they kind of are vetted, right? It's not, you know. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, it seems like, a, like when we looked into it, it seems like a pretty thorough screening process so how all of these horrible people are such amazing actors that they can become foster parents just for the check i'm like by the way that check ain't that much yeah. so well the i mean the immediate next reply was like so foster uh, parents are pedos as well now fuck's sake he's a british guy yeah. um yeah. so i did say in the how you would pronounce it as a um yes pedophile yes I'm yeah because it sounds better because if you say a pedo it's weird yeah because like you think pedicure <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get our mandies and pedos <laughs> <laughs> and we're all going out. Yep. All right. So. All right. That's probably good. Um, yeah. So I want to remind you guys, if you are doing some quarantine shopping and you need something you want to spend money on, and maybe you've been a little grumpy lately because you're stuck in the house with the same person over and over until you die, go on over to Frankie and Murr and uh, use our code NERDY, N-E-R-D-Y, for 15% off of your entire purchase of their delightful aromatherapy fragrances. Yes. And you, they are not like they're made in the USA, so you do not have to wait 16 weeks for it to get here. 
Yes, we do have an episode we want to do about shit we ordered during quarantine, but most of it's coming from China, so it's going to take six months. But don't worry, they give you a tracking number immediately. <laughs> it's so helpful. I, I have a tracking number of some of my shipments, and I've like been sitting in a warehouse waiting for FedEx to process for six months. Like, I don't understand what's happening. It's like, yeah, this is what happens when you print a label, and you still don't have the stuff in America. <laughs> so anyway, that would be awesome if you want to go buy some Spray the Bitch Away and spray it on your mate. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> have something nice smelling <laughs> since you're stuck in the house all the time. Um, you can also, again, hit up our store, nerdybitches.com slash store, and go get yourself a face mask. I think um, I think they were – basically, they're doing this deal right now where if you order one of their non-medical grade masks, which is what we are all wearing for the most part around, the cute little decorative yeah, masks. Yeah, what we're supposed to wear. Uh, uh-huh. They're then donating – for every one mask sold, they're donating a medical grade mask to um, this relief fund for healthcare workers. So. Oh, well, that's good because uh, I've been seeing like a lot of them where they donate the same. No, mask, no, and this is like, the well, medical, medical workers mask. can't use those. Like, so. we're, we're selling you the cutesy <laughs> ones you can wear to Kroger for 20 minutes at a time. They're selling the ones that like my sister is wearing in the hospital for 16 hours straight. So mm. much more yeah. important for her to have the good mask than for me to have the good mask. Because, again, I'm surprised that she doesn't just die because she can't. She's breathing her she, own you air. Know what? She has died a couple <laughs> of times for the last 20 years that she's been nursing. And just, you know, it's terrible. She just... Yeah, because, I mean, it is, a, it is a travesty. We're making medical professionals wear masks when we can't wear them for fucking I know. 20 minutes. Like, you know, I really hope that one day when you can go back in for your surgeries and the guy is there doing your knee replacement, that he has better fortitude than you do because he has to keep that mask on for 10 to 12 hours while he does your surgery because you ripped your knee playing tennis, Chad. <sighs> yeah, you know what? And, I, and, and I, you know, if he doesn't, I hope he sneezes. I do. I hope he sneezes. I hope it blows through the mask and into your cavity and then you just have to deal with his booger germs. Um, also, I would like to say, put the mask over your fucking nose. <laughs> Stop wearing it under your nose. It's like wearing your dick outside your underwear. It makes no sense. You're missing a vital portion of what needs <laughs> to be covered. That's where the Nobody boogers come from. Nobody wants to see your dick. <laughs> Nobody wants to see your dick and they don't want to yeah. see your face dick either. So don't be a dick face. Cover it's like a text. You don't send picture people pictures of your dick. <laughs> That's right. You, you don't want to see your nose. I, as much as we don't, as much as I, nobody wants to wear the mask. Nobody wants to wear it, Karen. But we do it because it's good for other people. We do it because it's good for ourselves. And I do it because I can give you a go fuck yourself look in the grocery store, and you don't, you can't prove it. You really can't. <laughs> I was doing a, an exercise with Paul yesterday at ATB where I was like, "Look at my eyes. Can you? T- am I smiling? What am I doing?" He's like. Is that a resting bitch face? I'm like, that's just what face looks like. So <laughs> you can't tell what's happening. But you, like you said, you don't have to wear lipstick. You don't have to mm-hmm. shave your chin. Whatever. You don't have to do. Yep. Just wear the mask. Be healthy. Be safe. And keep listening to our podcast. All right. That was a hell of a sales pitch for our masks. <laughs> I <thought> so too. <laughs> the masks are so cute. I totally want like 12 of them. So. Yep. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm seriously, I'm thinking of designing some. So that's why I'm like, I haven't bought a bunch, but. Oh, I've designed a bunch already. So we need to design more. Mm-hmm. I like the ones you gave me today. So I'm going to work on those. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, again, we'll see you guys next time. All right. See ya. Music provided by www.bensound.com, and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. All right.
Well, that that is a date. Yeah, I know. It's like, hey, you know, wait to sit down. Really? You want to be famous? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Daphne, go lay down.